1: Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: What up, Bengals fans, and welcome in to a draft edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. He's Jake Lisco. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen on this 2022 NFL Draft weekend where the Bengals, well, it's a Dax attack. Daxton Hill is the newest member of your Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to dive into that. We're going to get into how the board fell in round one, all of those things. And we'll dive into what could happen on day two of the NFL Draft. But uh, first, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts if it's your first time listening. We're the only daily Bengals podcast podcast so you should hit that follow button. But, uh, Jake, it's uh, insane. It's wild, and uh, it's uh, about 1 a.m. Eastern time right now. You're battling a sickness. I'm uh, at Paul Brown Stadium, as you can see on YouTube, if if you can't. And um, about an hour and a half ago, the Bengals added Daxton Hill, and we've talked a lot about him, and we'll talk more about him. But how surprised were you when they actually pulled the trigger and took daxton hill with andrew booth jr a guy a lot of people predicted would go to the Bengals. still on the board i'm not super
3: surprised they didn't pick booth and i feel like you may not be surprised either i thought that kyler gordon yeah. might be the guy higher on their board and i also thought that ebba katie and and maybe another defensive lineman logan hull might have been ahead of Daxton Hill on their board. And I was a little bit wrong. I was off at like two spots. The rest of my predictive board will never know because those guys are, are gone. Uh, yep. Those guys were gone. I think the Bengals experienced a little bit of heartbreak though, James, and they'll never let on, but George Karloft just making it to pick 30. Mm-hmm. And and then the chiefs, as we were sitting there talking, I was with John Sharon and Joe Goodbury and Mike at Bengals underscore Sands and I'm like I'm sitting there thinking, man, they need an edge rusher. They got a corner. The only hope was that they take George Pickens. That was the only thought in my head is like maybe they pick a wide receiver. Jahan Dotson went way earlier. Yep. And so that was uh, a little sad. But I, I think that the way it went, I'm not shocked at the Hill pick. I'm a little surprised, though, because mm-hmm. the way that Zach Taylor and Lou Anarumo talked about him, they're like, yeah, we're going to get him in the building, and we're going to see what he can do. When, when asked about his versatility, when asked about him playing outside corner specifically, because he's athletic enough to do it. He yeah, moves I asked great. Him. Yeah. And and we'll talk about that coming up. But just just a little surprise. I was thinking of you though when I saw yeah. that it was Daxton Hill. I know you were really excited, right?
2: For sure, no doubt about it. I, I think he was clearly the top player remaining and i think they would have taken george carlathis i think they would have taken Devante wyatt uh, partially because i think there are bigger needs Right, the Bengals' safeties are good and even though they're in the final year of their deals um you know i I think that this was as much a a best player available type thing as anything and they think that he can make a difference in a variety of ways and that's why i like this pick is because they didn't shy away from that to just take oh we're going to take a corner to take a corner um, I think they did that with Dre Kirkpatrick. And I know that was a, a completely different, uh, era, completely different coaching staff, but they needed a corner. It's like, Oh, best one, best one remaining. Let's just take him. I don't want that mindset. And it, does Daxton Hill complicate things a little bit? Yeah. But at the same time, I think he can contribute right away. I think he can, um, make a difference. And you know, the, the craziest part to me is the first round, you have two edge rushers, you have, you know, three, three corners. Was it three? No, it was three edge rushers, two corners, right, in the first five picks. Got that right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, here's the run. And then they don't get picked. Trent McDuffie falls. The Chiefs trade up to 21 to get Trent McDuffie. And it's like, okay, is the run coming? And then Kyrie Elam goes. And, and then it started to be like every single pick uh, was hitting the Bengals where it hurt with Wyatt and Karloftis. But if you would have told me going into today – that Daxton Hill would be a Bengal, And I get it. Some of you are listening to this like, what the hell? They didn't need a safety. They needed a corner. I I would have taken it and ran because I I think they just got a really, really damn good football player. And that's hard to do at 31. A lot of teams get it wrong and and pick Cole Strange. What the hell were the Patriots thinking? I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Daxton Hill would have looked really good in New England. Uh, But I think he's going to look even better in Orange and Black.
3: Yeah, we'll see on Cole Strange, right? We felt this way about Travis Frederick when the Cowboys drafted him, and Travis Frederick went on to be. And I like
2: Strange. It just felt like a reach.
3: Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, against consensus, against expectation, it feels like the Patriots were probably desperately trying to get out of that pick, didn't find value they liked, and just said, "Oh, we'll just take the guy that we like." Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick doesn't care what anybody. They should have
2: tried to move back to maybe like fifty-five or something, but.
3: Yeah, (laughs) what a what a wild first round, though. Around the AFC North, a new quarterback in Pittsburgh. The Ravens add Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum, getting two guys that are <sighs> just incredible values of where they were picked. Yep. And we'll see how they play out in that scheme and that fit with the athletic limitations that some perceive and have been hotly debated. I think for uh, for Kyle Hamilton and the scheme fit for yep. Tyler Linderbaum, I think is Great. is really interesting to discuss. And you know, a lot of trades, a lot of wide receivers traded, a lot of wide receivers drafted. Crazy first round overall. But by the time it got to the Bengals pick, we're sitting here thinking, like, only a couple guys you weren't expecting to be picked have, have been picked. And that's Cole mm-hmm. Strange and maybe Kenny Pickett, right? But you figure a quarterback would go somewhere before the Bengals pick. Yep. It was just Pickett instead of instead of Willis, which I think a lot of people expected, but Nikobe Dean falls out of the first
2: round, mm-hmm.
3: and I, and so who are you picking I, from? With Dax I'm not Hill? shocked.
2: Yeah, I'm not shocked about that really. Yeah. Um, but who who are you picking front? Like who are you picking against? Is you're asking? Like who? Was, yeah, so it's like
3: Daxton Hill, Kyler Gordon, Andrew Booth, and we've talked about I think why we didn't think the Bengals were necessarily in on Booth without testing, and and, and, and the health i think the health was a big thing and the medical flags absolutely and they had him in to talk to him about it and I, I wonder how close it was for them or if daxton hill was a clear bpa mel Kuiper said what do you say 15 picks 10 10 to 15 picks too late he really yeah. liked daxton hill
2: yeah and and that's how i have it i mean that's like on on my youtube channel this week it was a uh, I, I did like a dark horses, like guys that I don't expect to be there, but could be there. That the Bengals could be interested in, and Carlathis and Hill were neck and neck, and I thought the Bengals liked Karloftis more. But Daxton Hill falling there, it, it's it's great value. Uh, like I said, if you can get, you draft players, not positions. And I think this guy with his versatility, and we can dive into that next. Daxton Hill, the player, what does he bring to the Bengals' defense? How is he going to help them? Is he going to help them in year one? Or is this a Darren Simmons special teamer in year one as a rookie? We'll dive into all of that next. But first, got to tell you about BlueNile.com because you can celebrate all of life's special moments with BlueNile.com from getting the engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece to, I don't know, maybe getting a little – uh Little chain that says Dax on it, Dax Attack. I like that. I don't know. Maybe we'll find a a different name. But uh, anyway, Daxton Hill is a Bengal, and Mother's Day is coming up. And you could celebrate both at BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, you can give mom something special that she's going to cherish forever. Find jewelry from BlueNile.com. So check them out right now. All of our Lockdown Bengals listeners are going to get $50 off any order of $500. All you have to do is go to BlueNile.com, use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 50 bucks off your order of 500 bucks or more. So don't delay. Go there now. BlueNile.com, use promo code Locked On to get $50 off your order of $500 or more. Again, BlueNile.com, promo
0: code Locked On. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure – that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did, or any other moves that you made. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax live. James, we had Daxton
3: Hill at ninth on our board, and we're missing Ooh. some positions.
2: Oh. But oh ninth,
3: ninth oh. on the analytic weighted board. You know who wears
2: you know who wears number nine? Oh no, could you tell me? Joe Burrow. It was destiny from the get-go. I didn't know he was ninth. Oh man, hot mama. That's great value. Go ahead. Here are the things that I love about
3: this pick, and I'm starting with the positives here. 21 and a half years old, incredible production profile, mm-hmm. incredible athletic testing. His hips incredibly fluid i personally think he has the athletic profile to play outside outside corner and i think he can do it agreed at, from an athleticism perspective at a high level now he didn't do it very often at michigan but after the bengals picked him there's a, a fun clip out there if you just search daxton hill on twitter and go to videos there's a clip where he's lined up at slot corner fights over a pick on a wheel and it's a switch on a wheel and runs stride for stride with this guy up the sideline, finds the ball in the air, pass, breakup, end of game. Mm-hmm. And then he taunts the guy. You can't do that in the NFL. But the rest of it is absolutely fantastic and shows that athleticism. There's another play where the change of direction skills are on display. The mm-hmm. hips look incredible. He's, he's one step back, makes an interception. So the athletic tools are huge. And I think that when you listen to Zach Taylor and and Lou Anarumo talk about it, addresses a hole on the Bengals team. The Bengals secondary, the Bengals defense overall isn't the fastest. Adding Daxton Hill gives them, what, a 4-3-8? 4-3-8 athlete with, Mm -hmm. like I said, incredible production at Michigan who will be willing to play everywhere. And so these are the things that I love about the pick. Versatile piece, young, athletic, Productive, checks all the boxes as a good player, and like you mm-hmm. said, James, that's what we're looking for at pick thirty-one.
2: Yep, I uh, I agree. Uh, the age checks that box. The athleticism—I mean, he's a freak. You looked it up the other day. You compare him to corners, and it's it gets even freakier when, when you talk about his relative athletic score, and and so that's that's the part that's exciting to me is you have this guy that has Jesse Bates range like maybe not exactly, but he's rangy, right? He can get across field, make plays. He's got great ball skills, but guess what? He'll line up in the box. He'll make tackles. He'll, he'll blitz. He'll do all these things. He'll play nickel. go I, like, I think he's really good in coverage. I think he's better than Jesse Bates in coverage. I do. And man you know, if coverage he, 100% he, yeah, agree. It, if you're lining him up on someone, it's like, all right, Daxton Hill, he's going to be able to do that. And, and you think about just how – Lou Anarumo used Trey Flowers, right, on tight ends. And people were like, oh, man, look at that. Like, it's Trey Flowers. Imagine what he's going to do with this guy in Daxton Hill that can do all of these things. And and that's going to be the really fun part is you just gave Lou Anarumo, for the first time since he's gotten to town, a a first-round pick, a guy that a lot of people thought was going to go in the top 20. And he falls to you in round one, and he's this young, athletic freak, right? who can do a bunch of different things, is comfortable doing a bunch of different things on the field and doing them at a high level. It's not like he's, uh, you, you know, um, decent at a bunch of stuff. What's the phrase? Something master of none. It, no, Back he's of all, a
3: all, master of none.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this dude's a master, man. Like this – Dax is good at a lot of damn shit and stuff, sorry. And really – and that's the thing I want to hammer home because – I think a lot of people are surprised and like, oh, I thought they were going to take a corner. Well, they didn't necessarily take a a straight up corner, but they took a guy that's going to make their secondary better and their defense better. And it's going to make life easier on the corners that do have to play and that the pass rushers that do have to play. And and so I I really like the pick a ton. Um, Now on the, on the flip side, is it a little clunky because he might not play 800 snaps as a rookie Um, Because on defense because of the the other parts of it that come with it? Yeah. And so that's the part that you have to work through as well. And and that would be the thing that I think a lot of people would be concerned about today. But uh, it was Jay Morrison of The Athletic brought it up. Uh, He asked about the special teams part of it, the Zach Taylor. And Zach was like, oh, I mean, we'll check with Darren Simmons, the special teams coordinator, but we drafted him in the first round for a reason. And that's to help us on defense. And so yeah. I think they think he's going to be able to help right away. And you better believe me. In a, I know you know this, but they have a plan for him. It is not just he's yeah. going to be Mike Hilton's backup and Jesse Bates' backup. Hell no. I think he's going to get on the field.
3: But he will back up Mike Hilton and he'll back up Jesse Bates and he'll back up Von Bell. And sure. he might be the third outside corner. the The guy who's probably the most upset about this isn't Jesse Bates, who's trying to get an extension. I think it's it's Trey Flowers, like you mentioned, because in looking at a one to one comparison for from a deployment perspective, the guy that you would would you would you rather have Trey Flowers on a tight end in man coverage or Daxton Hill?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daxton probably Hill. Daxton. I didn't know I didn't know you really wanted me to answer that because I thought it was obvious, but I'll answer it. That's the the,
3: there are some size concerns there. And so the, the learning curve, and and I guess like the the drawbacks, right? One, they they didn't get Kyre Elam to fall to them. They didn't get George Karloftis to fall to them really close. They didn't get Tyler Linderbaum to fall to them. But of the mm-hmm. guys that were available to to them to pick from, it's hard to be too upset about who they passed, right? But how does he get on the field in year one is a question that they'll have to answer. Like you said, I think they do have a plan. Now mm-hmm. let's see what the plan is, and let's see how it impacts their ability to win games in 2022. Let's yeah. see how the big playability shows up, or not, in his rookie year. I think he needs to add some weight. I think that he needs to add some play strength. But he has the foundation to do it all. And like, like we've discussed, he's so young. Mm-hmm. That, that Why wouldn't he be a versatile piece that can help you in year one. He lets them play dime a little bit more with the big nickel stuff. They like to do. He can spell, he he can back up a lot of positions. I mean to say, and very well received pick because Mm -hmm. they didn't reach for a position of need, which is generally something that draft evaluators really like.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and that's the part I was, I was worried about it, honestly, And, you know, I talked about it on Thursday, like the predictable side of the Bengals, like corner, corner, corner. Are they just going to settle for the best corner that's there? And they didn't. And they looked and they were like, look, this guy is clearly – and I think it was. I think there was a clear gap. And Because if it it had been close, maybe a straight-up corner does break the tie. Like positional value, it's not as clunky with Bates and and Von Bell on paper – And and all of those things at the same time, they said, look, this guy is the best available. Let's take him. And you're right, though. I mean, you're going to have to see the playmaking. And, you know, I'm excited about it. I I think, you know, you look at him even compared to, to some of the other guys. I had draft write ups just to give you an idea. And I know tackles are just a metric. You know, one very small thing, especially when you're talking about corners and, and stuff. But he had like double the tackles that we're talking about with some of these other guys, you know, the Kyler Gordons or Andrew Booths, And they play different amount of games. I think Michigan played more, all of those things. But I think he's going to just be around the ball a ton because he's so versatile, because you can put him in different spots, because you can use him. And the other thing that, that Lou mentioned, and, and you talked about this, his speed. Well, they do play Deshaun Watson, and they do play Lamar Jackson. That's four of their games every year. And so having a guy that has that speed that could catch them in the open field, potentially that, that could uh, blitz them. And you're confident that, that he's not going to get shook and, you know, and just made, you know, shaken out of his boots, out of his cleats, that that you don't want that to happen. And so, uh, you know, I, I think he can help in that department as well. So you're not as scared, not that they were scared. You know, Hollywood Brown isn't in the division anymore, but of those guys like that, those speedy, that, crazy speedsters because you didn't really have that cheetos not that eli apple isn't that jesse bates isn't that and and, you know von bell isn't either and so now well guess what maybe you can put von bell in the box more and let dax hill cover and and do that part of it and and bell delivers big hits while hill is the one doing the you know the heavy lifting and coverage at that spot
3: gives them a lot of variability with three safeties on the field and you think about how they defended teams like the Kansas city chiefs, it tells you who they're worried about in the AFC, right? It tells you they're Mm -hmm. worried about these teams that are going to spread you out and go 11 personnel, which the entire league is doing. And Lou Anna likes to answer that as we saw last year with three safeties on the field. And when you get a guy like Daxton Hill, who's really athletic, who can do a lot of things for you, line up in a lot of different spots that gives you more flexibility to feel really comfortable living in that world. Now, as we look ahead to day two and three, James, one thing they I think still need to address is finding some pass rush somewhere. And that's a piece. If you're gonna go light, right, you have to get after the passer with four. Maybe they maybe they get more exotic with blitzes and Daxton Hill is a good blitzer. He is. But as we look ahead to day two and three, I, I think that this is a scenario, James, where you end up with the three straight defensive picks. This is this is one of the ways that starts. And mm-hmm. we'll see if that happens on Friday. We'll dive into Friday of the
2: 2022 NFL Draft coming up next. Bet Online is your number one source for all of the betting stats, sports info you're looking for. Look, the NBA playoffs are in full swing, the NFL draft. Maybe you took the under on quarterbacks. There's a ton of props that you can get to and get at right now at Bet Online. It is your continued source for all things Major League Baseball. If you want to wager on baseball, all things NBA, if you want to wager on my Golden State Warriors. All things NFL draft and so much more. So, go to Bet Online today. Check out everything they have. Sign up. It's free to sign up. I've used them. can wager on all different things. You should use them. Bet Online. Easy to use. Sign up on your laptop, mobile device, and uh, well, enjoy betting on your favorite sports, your favorite games, or the NFL draft, which is obviously one of your favorites, probably. If you're listening right here on Locked On Bengals, Bet Online. Check them out today where the game starts.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: Two rounds coming up on Friday, James. Two more picks. Two picks that will add a lot of context to the Daxton Hill pick. And and I guess actually one thing to do before we dive in to day two. Yep. do you have a instant grade for daxton hill first round pick
2: day today he's he was a top 20 player in this draft class um could f- honestly end up being better than either safety they do have uh in in gives them a chance to really bolster a defense that was good at times and in situations but to me you have this versatile chess piece i think it could make safety room, one of the best, if not the best, you know, without looking at all the safety rooms across the league. I think Baltimore would have something to say about that. Right. But, uh, you know, I think they have one of the best safety rooms. And so if you can get a top 20 player at 31 and a guy that they clearly have a plan for, you know, it's hard hard for me not to give them an A. So I'll give them an A.
3: It'll be fun to track the parallel careers of Kyle Hamilton and Daxton Hill as division rivals as the top two safeties picked in this draft, and I put safeties in quote because Daxon Hill is not a traditional safety the way... Do do you have a grade? Oh, yeah, I'm getting there.
2: okay, good. Just making sure. The way
3: Kyle Hamilton is. Yeah, uh, I'm giving it a B, and I don't think that there was actually a player that would have made it an A, so maybe that's not fair of me, and I get that. If you're mad at that, there there actually isn't another player that would grade higher. There are other guys that would have graded the same. I probably would have also given Kyler Gordon a B. I probably also would have given... Uh, Logan Hall, a B. I probably also would have given Arnold Katie a B. Uh, and, and the reason is, like, I like the pick, and there's a lot to like about it. Like I said, they got a good player, but the reason that you knock it is, or that I knock it, and I'm sure people hate this, is just that I, it doesn't make them massively better in 2022. It makes them better, and I think mm-hmm. it makes them versatile, and I like the pick, but if it's Carl Loftus, it's an A. If it's a guy that's like Immense value plus, the the better need fit. If it's Kyler mm-hmm. Elam to me, it's even an A, right?
2: And so well, sure, th- these Be- are... because well, you would expect Elam to start. I don't think Kyler Gordon would start. I don't think Andrew Booth Jr. would start. I think Eli Apple would say, "Sit your ass down on the bench, son." Honestly. Booth
3: would not get a B. Booth would have not been a B for me. Kyler Gordon would have been a B, uh, but yeah, I guess that's kind of not the point.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like. And that's part of it for I and I get it, you know, if, if it would have been if it is Kyrie Elam, a lot of people would have understood it and given it that. But to me, it fills the need of they need fucking freaking. I'm cussing a lot today, it's late. Um, they, they need. A guy that can do maybe not what he does, but this young playmaking type player that's going to impact and make a big plays in critical moments, and yeah. you know maybe stop Matt Stafford from going downfield and doing no look passes and all that stuff. <laughs> and, and I think he, you know, I think he can do that.
3: Uh, again, I like the pick. Be solidly above average. It's a good pick. It's just mm-hmm. like if you're thinking good versus elite, elite pick to me is they get a guy that they couldn't get, and maybe that's not fair of me. If you don't think that's fair of me. That is your right. That is totally your right. And we'll see what happens because maybe Kyler Gordon falls to 63, right? Maybe Andrew Booth. Maybe he falls to 63. Maybe Roger
2: McCreary falls to 63. Maybe one of those guys falls.
3: Maybe Trey McBride, right? The Trey McBride breaks up the three straight defensive players. I think defensive line is the next target. After getting a safety, we talked about this scenario this week where – They didn't address a need, a current need. Because I think Daxton Hill plays in year one, and I think that he can replace a safety down the road, and maybe he replaces Mike Hilton down the road. Maybe he even plays outside corner if he can learn it. Mm Because I think that would be a big transition for him. But this is where you might see three straight defensive picks. And I could end up being totally wrong about this. But you could see a defensive lineman, then a corner, or a corner, then a defensive lineman in some order, on day two.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think that there's a, a pretty high probability of that happening. Um, clearly, they're prioritizing defense. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you this, but, so obviously the coordinator talks, and our, you know, our guy Brian Callahan, shout out to him, he's been on the podcast multiple times. I got to see both coordinators before the draft started. Luana Ann is wearing a suit jacket. Brian Callahan ain't wearing a suit jacket. And I know that's, that's a little tell, but damn it, that's a tell. If you think you're doing a news conference, you might you might have a suit jacket somewhere. And maybe Brian did in his office somewhere, right? But he certainly didn't wear it to the the dinner beforehand. So, um, that was uh, that was the first tell, but yeah, you look at it and we've talked about it, especially interior defensive line. Edge, you you could find something maybe in round 4, round 5 that that could make an impact at some point. You know, a guy you like, a developmental type guy. The interior, why it's gone, Davis is gone. Once you get, you know, once Jones is gone, and he's not the edge rusher or, or the the interior rusher you want anyway. But once Jones, some people think he
3: is, but ugh.
2: I don't really. Winfrey, you, you know, it's it's Jones, Winfrey, Leal, and then it's Hall. like Logan Hall is a big one. Hall, oh, sorry. the 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 list I'm looking at is it has Hall as a DN, but yeah. Um, oh, okay. That that would be another one too. I I think a couple of those guys are gonna be there right i mean because you're gonna have a quarterback run on day two there is these quarterbacks just can't stay forever all right a couple of them have to go at some point yeah um you know i think that you're gonna see you know the sky moors of the world go off Mm -hmm. the board um and so yeah i think they're gonna have a shot at a defensive lineman here's the problem though jake is and we've done this corner thing it gets lean at corner too and in if they they might be forced to choose one or the other and that's going to be the interesting part of it especially let's say a lot of corners are off the board but you know cam taylor Britt is there and demarvin leal is there and what if trey mcbride is there and that's their number one tight end you know that could get really really interesting and that's it's going to be the tough decisions that they they have to make and that's part of why you stand pat you take 31 you take that best player because you know, you might not be able to address the secondary again for another round or two.
3: There's a lot of smoke around Trey McBride and the Bengals. There is. Yes, the, there the, is. There's the day, the 24 hours leading up to the draft. Yeah. Peter Schrager, Peter King, the Peters. Yep. And uh, Benjamin Albright. Albright. Yep. Uh, Albright said, though, not in the first round, which he, he said after I said, I, I don't buy it. And I buy it in the second round. Sure. I think if, if he's there at 63... That's where the Bengals will have a hard time going defense. I think that's the guy that would tempt them to pick Mm -hmm. an offensive player. But you're right. It's interesting to look ahead. When you look ahead to to pick 95, where are they going? Damari Mathis, 96 on Dame Brugler's board. He's one of the best players available. And then Alex Wright, an edge rusher, Maja Sanders, Kobe Bryant in the mix here somewhere Mm -hmm. around here, right? Maybe it's a tight end at that point. But the the defensive player I think would tempt them the most is if a Logan Hall, Perry, and Winfrey or Travis Jones falls to 63. And I doubt any of them do.
2: No, I I don't think they do either. I think Winfrey's probably early out. Early out. But yeah, it, it, one of the two. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And that's why I think they would have taken Devontae Wyatt if he was there at 31. He wasn't, get it. Um, but yeah, I, it, honestly, Jake, they, that, that might be the position they have to kind of we'll shy see. away from. Especially is it going to be
3: Edge? It depends on who's available to them. Like, they're not going to reach, I hope, for, for a, a defensive tackle if, if, at 63. Like, they, they can't do that. If, if they're at 63 and those three guys are gone, Go a different direction. Find a tight end. Find an edge rusher. Find a corner.
2: Don't don't The good news is the corner they wanted was gone, and they didn't reach. That's true. I mean, you know, and and so hopefully – because that was my concern tonight. Yeah. You know, going into the – I was like, ah, just don't do that. Like, I don't want to – I, one, I don't want to come on here and be negative because it's exciting, yeah. Yeah. you know, but like, man, if they had just, you know, if they take Andrew Booth, it's like, man, there's just so many question marks. And I know everyone loves the one-handed interception and there's people that love his tape, but there's there's missing pieces and that's that's scary. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Hopefully that's their mindset and they don't reach. And, and I, I would say this, the good news is if those guys fall or if those guys don't fall and they're off the board, Maybe Roger McCreary is there at 63 and I know there are a little length concerns, but dude, if you can get Roger McCreary at 63 with those ball skills and you already added a guy like Daxton Hill that has great ball skills and is an athlete and playmaker, that'd be pretty fun, huh?
3: Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Cam Taylor, Britt, Roger McCreary, Kyler Gordon, I think hoping one of those guys falls to 63, (laughs) or maybe like we talked about earlier, the the medicals push Andrew
2: Booth down, but and i'm down there it's different it's yeah, different 63 than versus 100 yep.
3: 100 that's that's a good pick at 63 because yep. he has he has first second round tape like pick you know 28 to 45 tape and that's probably where he ends up getting drafted mm-hmm. but he, he he did have the profile concerns and and that's probably with the medicals pushing him down i think that the bengals will be most tempted by a three tech if one of those guys is available. I don't know how they would feel about DeMarvin Leal. That one is a wild card to me. But the other three guys we've talked about, Perry and Winfrey, Travis Jones, Logan Hall, if any of those guys fall, I think they would tempt the Bengals a lot. Any of these corners we just talked about, Kyler Gordon, Roger McCreary, Cam, Cam Taylor, Britt, I think they'll be tempted. And I think Trey McBride is the so wild that's card Seven guys.
2: Offer. That's seven guys. That they're 30, 31 picks away.
3: Do, is, am I missing something?
2: you think? 30 picks. Um I I'm sure there's a couple, right? You know, if there's I mean the Kobe Bean going to fall. All the way there. Yeah, I right and so that that's it. are they in the Alec Pierce camp? I don't think so. You know, do they have a I, I don't really think high... they're going to go wide receiver I, after I agree. the first round, yeah. I, I agree, but do they have a a top 30 grade on Sky Moore and he's there at 63. I don't think he'll be yeah. there either. No. Uh do they have is this smoke about Trey McBride when yeah. they really have Greg Dulcich higher? Yeah. You know? So I think that could be it. You know, maybe they had just have Dulcich higher and they're like, hey, let's take him, you know? so I think um, the other
3: ones are some edge rushers, and I mentioned Drake Jackson. I've been talked out of Nick Benito for the Bengals. I, I, they like heavier edge rushers. And Kingsley and Agbare. Kingsley and a Yep. I've that I think they too. will be very yeah. interested in.
2: I kept thinking – I was like Kings – I was trying to think of his name because it, it escaped me for a second. I was like Kingsley and Nick Yeah. Boy Mafe th- too if he falls, but I don't think he will. Mm-hmm. That, that's the thing. So we gave you about 10 names there to consider. Round will all be round picked. Th- <laughs> round three. Let's just say they don't take a corner round two. Kobe Bryant in round three yep. I think is certainly in range. But it gets real lean. I mean, it's lean, 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 lean. It's going to be a lean Christmas this year, and that's a Joey Tribbiani reference from Friends um, if you didn't catch it. So that's uh, that's one guy. Any other corner stand out to you in round three that they could potentially take? Maybe Sam McCollum? Or yeah, Zion think, McCollum, excuse me?
3: Yeah, Zion McCollum is a guy that the Bengals could roll the dice on there. And Damari Mathis, we've talked about him a lot that's out right. of pit, yep. would be the, the, the three corners there. If they decide... To go corner earlier, and they and and we talked about some edge rushers for, for the third round as well. myJ Sanders is one of them, if he makes it all the way down there. And we're talking about some bearcats for the Cincinnati folks. But there's a couple guys. Uh we'll see how they feel about Alex Wright from UAB. But I think also this is where if they if they get the corner specifically in the second round, this is where they might look offensive line. This is like the Sean Ryan, maybe yep. Jamari Sawyer, although he's probably gone by this point. Maybe Josh Azudu from North Carolina. I probably butchered his name. Sorry if I did. One of those guys could come up. So if you could get uh, yeah, Sawyer
2: we'll, in round three. Oh, that yeah. would be – sign me up for that. Right. Um mm-hmm. oh and then the other one would be um the the, the other center. Um Cam, Cam Juergens, Yeah. I, and I I will say. Josh Pascal, Josh Pascal's definitely in range. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about yes. Yeah. Um but uh Brian Juergens, probably not now. Not Brian Cook. Yeah, not now. <laughs> I, I thought I literally thought about him when you when yeah. you mentioned Major Sanders. And I'm like, yeah, well, Brian Cook's out. But uh, with Cam Jergens, it seems like NFL teams and, and the reason I say this is because Dave Lapham's mentioned it like four times and you like to listen to Sue on record I'm not saying anything he told me he said it on his YouTube or whatever the hell he was talking on I can't remember his pod or dance pod or something but it was he was like Cam Jurgens is powerful and I wonder if these like compared to Linderbaum and I wonder if these teams look at him and they're like oh he's stronger than Linderbaum and so yeah he's smaller and he might not be the as athletic but he's better you know he offers better value so maybe they'd be interested in him on you know round three if he's there too cole strange yeah. man he would have been a damn third rounder. Yeah. you know we would have talked about him and mentioned him and uh bill belichick had other other plans
3: did, did you see the rams draft room the, the rams press conference reaction to cole strange mm-hmm. they're like yeah we no. were looking at him for pick 107 or whenever their first pick is but i guess we didn't have to do that was was the gist of it no it was way very funny it was very funny
2: yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate shade. <laughs>
3: uh, it's funny stuff. But but yeah. who are they to question Bill Belichick? I guess uh, they just honest- won the Super Bowl.
2: Honestly, I don't know, man. I think a lot of people can start questioning Bill Belichick. It's been a while. Tom Brady's his, draft,
3: his draft track record isn't the best. Anyway, we'll be, we'll be back tomorrow. W-
2: would you rather have Daxton Hill or Cole Strange? What? I'm asking. Is that, is that a real question? That's Bill Belichick said Cole Strange. <laughs> think about how dumb that is. I don't care how many Super Bowl rings you have. Man,
3: I I think that Bill should have liked Daxton Hill too. I, think about it. It would have made a ton of sense. The McCordy twins he had for so long.
2: My God. I mean, I mean, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's all right. Anyway, thanks. We'll Bill. be back tomorrow after. Well, we'll see. Maybe after the second round, if we have time, if not, after day two, we'll do our best to get you as much content as we can, as our schedule permits. Until next time, Bengals fans, enjoy Daxton Hill, the newest Bengal. Yeah, baby. And have a good one.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason,